the unfolding of the word of God gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. You're welcome to the Noob GK USD Local Podcast. Prepare your hearts to be blessed as you listen to the word that is spirit and life. Noob G. Noob G. I want to take a reading from 2 Corinthians 3. I will take it from 12 to 18. 2 Corinthians 3, 12 to 18. Since we have such a hope, we are very bold. Not like Moses, who would put a veil over his face so that the Israelites might not gaze at the outcome of what was being brought to an end. But their minds were hardened. For to this day, when they read the old covenant, that same veil remains unlifted. Because only through Christ is it taken away. Yes, to this day, whenever Moses is read, a veil lies over their hearts. But when one turns to the Lord, the veil is removed. Now the Lord is the Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we all, with unveiled faces, beholding the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. Amen. Amen. Are you here? Are you here? Hope you all have friends, closer ones indeed. If you don't, then you are antisocial beings. Anyone with a close friend here? How much do you know that person? You should know that friend if that friend is indeed a good friend. We have people we are close to. There are people we share opinions about their attitudes. Ah, nipa these are some of the things we say about our friends to other people. There are people we laugh with when need be. There are people we cry with when need be. We share things with them. That is what we call relationship. That is intimacy. That is intimacy. God wants us to have similar relationship with him. But the only challenge we have is as human beings we have been running away from God from the beginning of sin. God used to visit humanity even on the day when man disobeyed God. We are told in Genesis chapter 3 verse 8 that God visited Adam and Eve. When he came, he asked, Adam, where are you? He wasn't there in heaven, but he visited them 
in the garden of Eden. God wants us to commune with him as a friend would do with a friend. But that is what we cannot do as human beings. We have always been running away from God. But much as we try running away from God, God keeps drawing closer to us. God attempted drawing humanity closer to him into a relationship when he called Moses. Gave Moses the law. Trying to reconcile humanity to him with the law. But that didn't work. At some point we read this evening that God changed the image of Moses. That distorted image, the image that had become like a scratched mirror. God attempted changing it. However, that was without permanence. It was temporal. God then took a different means of trying to save humanity or drawing humanity closer to him. So our salvation was purposely to change us. Please listen and listen well. The salvation of humanity was to change us. The Greek word for the change is metamorphosis, which means to change our situation. So salvation was to change us so that we would become some people who are in the image of God. God wants a relationship. God wants intimacy. He wants to refine us this semester through our relationship with him. Who is ready for this intimacy? Who is ready for this refinement? Are you ready? Are you ready? I speak to us today, tomorrow and on Sunday, on your theme for the semester, refined through intimacy. Let us pray. Lord, speak to us and live in a cause of thy tone. As thou hast taught, O oh Lord, let me see your every children that are lost and known. Lead me, Lord, that I may lead those wandering and wavering feet Oh, feed me, Lord, that I may feed. This your hungering ones with manna sweet. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable unto you, our God, who seeks intimacy with us. Amen. For the next 15 to 20 minutes, I want to employ a didactic role play to instruct us on intimacy. From this, maybe you understand the concept of refinement. From this, you understand the concept of intimacy. From this, I will tell us how we can develop through intimacy with God. I will talk about some myths that concerns intimacy. And then I'll tell us how we can begin.
how we can begin the intimacy. That is what I seek to do this evening. My name is Zachariah. Mention my name Samuel, but today I am Zachariah. When I first met Jesus Christ, I was so thrilled that the Savior had come to me. I invited him into my house. I wanted him to know everything about me. So when he got in, I said, my friend, come. Let me take you around my house. We got to the first room, which was my study. It was my library. I was proud I had many books on the bookcase. I had read lots of magazines. I had many pictures on my wall. So I wanted to show off. My friend went round with me and took some of the books. I had never thought in my life that any of the books were books he detested. Taking some of the books, he found no Christian literature. The Bible he found on the case was one Bible my uncle gave me some 20 years ago. He turned to the pictures that were on my wall. Christian friends, looking at the stern look on his face, I became so ashamed. I got to know that my friend, radically speaking, that he wasn't happy about the books I read. There were no books that Christians should be reading. But I had read them. I had imbibed everything from those books. Now my friend said to me, you want me to help you? I said, yes. He says, pack these books somewhere. Gather some Christian literature and put them on your case. A Christian that was growing up, I had forgotten to take those pictures of the ladies with the big butt on my wall. When he turned and pointed to that one, I nearly wished the earth would open up and I would enter. He asked me to get rid of all those stuff on the wall. He helped me. I said, my Lord, I am willing that you bring everything into my room to your obedience. I am willing to remove them all. He helped me unpack them all and then helped me get literature that were acceptable. When I left the room, I knew I had seen what the will of God was. Then he asked, what is the next room? I pointed to the dining hall. 
looking at my size, that would be the best place. Baby, I'm a Niji Hop. Ah, no, no. Baby, I'm a Niji Hop. I went with him there. Thinking that he will also be happy. It was a place I spent a lot of time feeding my desires and my appetites. When we got there, he asked, Zachariah, what is for dinner? I said, money. I said, fame. I said, this world's empty and vain glory. I said, academic degrees were the things that were on the menu. I served him and served myself. I took some of the food, thinking you also joined me. But my friend will not. He will not. He will not. Then I asked, why don't you like the food I served? He said, I have some food that when you take, you never go hungry. Those foods are the desires of my father. The wish and the will of my father. That is the food I want to serve you. That is the food I want to serve you. Since then, I got to know that money though was not bad. That the academic degrees though were not bad. Though the fame, the fortunes were not bad. But there were things I could not rely so much on because my friends said they were not the best. What are you so much engrossed in? The academic degree. My friend, you may have it. But you go and live it one day. He that wants intimacy with us says we should look for the ways. We should look for the precepts of God. And that alone is the food we should seek. He helped me. I understood what he was saying. Since then, my focus has not been on these things. But the wish of God. The will of God. We moved on. Then to the living room. The place was so polished. When we got there, he was so thrilled. He said, let us come here every morning. I'll meet you here every morning so that we'll have a time together. I agreed. So every morning, I'll descend the steps and then go and sit with him. There he took me through the word of God. I got to know the ways of God. He taught me mysteries in the word of God. But as time went on, when university exams started, 
I started skipping times with him. So I wake up in the morning and say to myself, why should I sit with you? So sometimes I'll use the back door and get out without him seeing me. At some point, I did not only skip, but I decided not to have times with him. Considering the emergencies that were coming my way. Why should I sit having time with you? One morning I forgot my friend was there waiting for me. As I was descending the stairs, I saw him sitting on one of the sofas. Then I thought, oh, my friend, are you still here? He said, yes. Remember, I told you that I will come here every day to wait for you. You as a human being, you think that me having a relationship with you is only for your good and for your benefit. But I want you to know that anytime I sit to commune with you, I also benefit. I have already told you that God wants a relationship with us. Not only for his benefit and not for only your benefit, but for mutual benefit. We are all to benefit. We are all to benefit. That is what relationship is about. I said I was sorry. He took me back and then we started the way we used to be some time ago. It is like that with us. When the semester starts, when activities are not as bricks as they should be. We attend meetings with all eagerness. Our quiet times are done perfectly. But when medsem creeps that ugly head, when the exams timetable are out, my friends, we forget we have a God we serve. One we promised to have intimacy with. One we asked to refine us. I left the living room. Then he said he wanted to go with me to the next room. He asked specifically, where is your rec room? What room did I mention? Rec room, let's go together. Rec room, let's go together. That is the playroom. This is a room I never wanted him to mention. Because in that room, I had some acquaintances. I had some associations. I had some friends I didn't want him to know. 
In that room, I did some nasty things. The playroom was the room I masturbated. The playroom was the room I and my lesbian partners, my gay partners used to meet. This is a room I never wanted my friend to go with me to. When I showed him that room, he wanted to enter. I said, man, wait. 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 But he insisted on going in there. There he saw the videos I watched. On the phone, he saw the pornographic materials I saved. Those dirty stuff were all there in that playroom. One night, I decided to go out with my friends. When I dressed up and was about going, he asked, are you going out, Scott? You want to go out? Are you going out? I said, yes. He says, I want to come with you. I said, to where? Why do you want to come with me? Where we were going, things that were nasty that your eyes should not behold are the things we have there. So you can't come with us. My friend, wait, wait. Tomorrow we'll go for the prayer meeting. Those days when we have the whole week, when we have the blind dates, when we go out with them, when we drink to stupor, you forget to move you. I insisted on going alone. I indeed went with friends. But deep within me, at the outer, friends, I never enjoyed myself one bit. When I came back home, it was certain. I went to him and begged him and said that I now realized that a life without him was lifeless. If I'll go out, then I insist I'll go to anywhere he wants to come with me. Where do you go, Christian friends? Are you able to go with Jesus Christ? Are you able to go with him? In the dark nights, where you go to do the rotten things, can you go with Jesus Christ? Can you? He wants to go with you. My dear, can you go with him? Can you go with Jesus? Will you not ask? Wait, we'll go to the prayer meeting. Some of us here are here. 
but they'll go there. Hmm. They will happen. If you acquire, you be Kobe. So from there, careful where I go. If I am going somewhere, the question I ask myself, will Jesus approve of where I am going? One day whilst I was coming back from work, I met a friend at the door with another stern look. Can't I have my freedom? One thing I want you to know before I proceed that whoever has intimacy has no freedom. Listen and listen well. Why you and this Akutan won't see where she had it? Ah, thanks or not. When you see a no, I will go quote to them and say, Who? A do time be crying out per se, or two hunker crack crack one turn of Especially when you are in level 400. I've been there before, so I'm bearing ample testimony. Where you are dancing here and testimony. I'm giving a testimony. Level 400. You meet this lady. Then you say, Mommy, I want to go out with you. She's open 400. Me, mom, from madam, will be a me, That is how Jesus had become to me. At the door with that stern look, I knew something was wrong. I knew something was wrong. I asked him, my friend, what is the problem? He says, upstairs, there's a two by four room there. The scent that is coming from that room is so difficult to take. I can't live there with you. That is why I have come out to wait for you. When he said that, I knew what he was talking about. But I got so angry when I opened the door and was going in with him. I have given you access to every room except that two by four room. That two by four room. A danky to anua four rooms ninja and walk beam. The old person we be a mama wagya wako. A danky to a win so that's how you know. Friends, I knew what was in that room. That room was my whole closet. The room I kept the old stuff from my old life. Come on, I'm what we are saying. My brabo fino, sad I I kept those stuff there in the whole closet. There were things that, are, that were rotten, 
a prop. So the scent that was coming out from that room was pregnant. Now, bomba, a bomba. So he said, Give me the keys to that room. I said, No, I won't do that. I won't do that. Why should I give you the keys to that room? Then he said to me, if you are not willing to give me those keys, then I better pack my bag and baggage and leave your house. But when he made that attempt, I realized that life without Jesus had now become a life of crisis. Life without Christ is a life of crisis. So I gave him. I gave him the key. He went there and saw those dirty stuff. Those dirty stuff I was harboring in my heart. I'm talking about your heart. Some of us are Christians. Some of us call ourselves Christians. But we harbor dirty stuff in our hearts. Now Jesus asked for the keys of our hearts. I gave him those keys. I gave him those keys. He went in there and got rid of those dirty stuff from my past. Bent them. Cleaned the room. And painted the heart, the closet. It was then I said to myself, that ever since this man came into my life, I have seen a great change. Things I used to do, I do them no more. Things that I thought were good, are stuff I do no more. Why then don't I hand, transfer my life to him? So that he can work on me every day of my life. That is how come I am the Zachariah I am today. I had Jesus Christ come into my life. Then when he wanted to refine me, I gave him access to my house. He refined me through the intimacy I had with him. That is how come I have the peace of mind I have now. So, I took him to my study. I took him to my dining. I took him to my living room. Then to the playroom and to the hall closet. Now I say, I can't run my house anymore. Lord, I offer my life to you. I offer my life to you. Refine me. Refine me even as I relate with you and relate with you better. This is what intimacy is all about. This is what refinement is all about. Tomorrow we'll talk about refinement. Today I want to talk about intimacy. Some people are saying that we cannot relate with God. Why? Because God is a great God. Someone who is not so close to us. Our God is transcendent. But this same God is immanent. 
transcendent. He lives far away from us. But imminent, he is with us always. God has not left God's self without a witness. Acts chapter 14, verse 17. Our God is with us. He has given us his presence. In his words, we find God. So those who claim that we can't have a relationship with God are not being truthful to themselves. There is also another myth that concerns relationship with God. People are saying we can relate with God with a partially surrounded life. That cannot work. Listen and listen to me well. You cannot have intimacy with God if you surrender partially your life to him. God wants a full surrender. Joining in a Ompesa with Jebi. From the role play I just made, Jesus did not rest until he had cleaned every part of my house. That is what we call a full surrender. God will want you to surrender everything, 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 from your head to your toe. Christian friends, God wants a total surrender. He wants a total surrender. A total surrender. You can't give part of your life to God and expect him to have intimacy with you. Sister, see what? Now I want to relate with this lady. Hey, Obi Wahana and your relationship, Papa. See what? See. Oh, 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 you love that one. See what? I told this lady I want to go out with you. But lady, so when Anyone with the right senses will not take this offer. You know that, isn't it? Is that now the obedience? Lady, I give all my heart to you. When the guys come to do the lie, or move a lie, no that is total surrender. You surrender everything to God. That is what God wants from you. So a partially surrendered life 
does not guarantee intimacy. To guarantee your intimacy, you need to surrender them to God. Surrender everything to God. There's this myth too that some people have that if I relate with God, I will enjoy the benefits. No, that's not true. Your correlationship more I benefited. Never described yourself. It's for our mutual of benefit. That is what Jesus said in the role play to me. That you human beings think that when you enter relationship with me, you are the ones who benefit. No, it is for our mutual benefit. So intimacy is for mutual benefit. What then is in what is intimacy? We all behave like children who during Christmas ask for their Christmas gift. We forget the giver of the gift and concentrate our attention on the gift. Intimacy is about a relationship and not about the giver. So you don't go into a relationship because of what you will get. You go into a relationship for the reason of a relationship. Then when you go, you say to yourself that there is no life. There's no abundant life except in the one I am relating with. And that is our God and our Master Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. So intimacy it's all about surrendering your heart in relationship to God. Okay. Take it. That is intimacy. That is intimacy. So when you are into a, an intimacy, there is no road between the two of you. You surrender. You give everything. You give everything. That is what the relationship how then do I develop intimacy? How do you develop intimacy? First, you need to surrender. Let's say that together. 
need to surrender. Let's say that. If you can have intimacy, you surrender. We normally say to people who are going out for weddings or those who are going to engage other people that okotoni freedom. That's what we used to say. Okotoni freedom. So anyone who wants to go into a relationship, who wants to have intimacy with God, you surrender everything. It's a total surrender. Total, total, total. Total surrender. So when Jesus calls you, when God calls you, in the surrender, you have no excuse. You have no excuse. I am giving my all for the mutual benefit. So surrendering is the key point here. That is the key point. The next point to consider in intimacy is to communicate with God. For all relationships, including relating with God, the correct tool that propels that relationship into success is communication. So God wants you to commune with him as a friend would do with a friend. Your prayer life. Some of us, including some ministers, we pray only when we are in trouble. Prayer is very important. Prayer is very important. How is your prayer life? How many times do you pray? Sometimes even when you get your food, you take about two muscles before you remember to pray. You only pray when you sit behind the exam table. When the exam papers are there, then you remember you should call someone to help you pass. Do you pray? Do you have intimacy with God? Do you have quiet times with God? I was asking the session at Swami. Do you have quiet times? I'm Papa time no and so yeah. And I'm saying I'm in coupon back as I know the twenty-four hours as I come on. Christian friends, if you don't discipline yourself, even if you are given 50 hours in a day, you cannot commune with God. 
But know that if you can have a true relationship with God, then it depends on how you commune with him. Commune with God as a friend will do with a friend. Commune with him. You don't need to come to Queen Elizabeth Hall before you pray. On that small bed at Unity Hall, at African Hall, on that small bed, even when you are in the washroom, remember I took you to the hall closet. Even Jesus went there with me. To the dining hall, he went with me. To the living room, he went with me. To the playroom, he went with me. So you can commune with God everywhere. Commune with him as a friend would do with a friend. Commune with him as a friend would do with a friend. You will only know God very well in the scriptures. In the scriptures. So read the word of God meditatively. What did I say? Yes. If you can have true intimacy. That is the only way you will know God and know him well. I said God has not left God's house without a witness. The witness is in his words. Search for the ways of God. Search for the will of God. Search for the precepts of God in his words. My friends, when you went out to toast this lady, Mammy Michigan, come, come. See, lady, don't go out to eat, okay? On a date, yeah? Then this lady will tell me, I'm brown, let me a jet lady. Then ten percent me who saw only money in a jinako. So he met me with this lady. How about a puffin of no say, ah, I said, I've known of that pie. She's telling me what she wants and what she does not want. I will not know what God wants. Please search. Thank you. You will not know what God wants and what God does not want intuitively. You have those things in his words. These words are available to us. In the Bible, coming in different translations, just to make 
you comfortable in reading them meditatively? But how do you read the word of God? Some of you will not touch your Bibles. You touch them on Sunday mornings. You how can you relate with God without knowing his ways? How can you relate have intimacy with him without knowing his will? In the words of God, we will know the will of God. We will know his ways. We will know his presence. One annoying thing about Christians of today, we devote all our time watching those stuff on TV. Bronia Wakachi. Three hours near to home. Now you go and ask the Christian, what do you gain by watching these things? Hey, I'm learning moral lessons. Hey, if you want moral lessons, go and do philosophy. What moral lessons are in those stuff that you can't find in the Bible? Same Christians will not have time to read the Bible, but we'll have three hours watching those dirty stuff. Let me make a mistake by asking the technical team here, the media team. Last week, sorry. One said, I come book in King Kim. No, I said, I resist him at your board drums in the new theater. But funny enough, you can narrate from the very first day you watch those stuff to the end. But not remember here, cannot recite three verses from the Bible. You call this intimacy. Really assured here. Intimacy is not found at the shopping mall. Intimacy is found in the inner sanctum of your heart. So I give God my heart. That is the fourth point. Every stuff in my heart. I give to God. If you don't give God your heart, present Christ, you can't have that intimacy with Him. Those old stuff in your heart, surrender your heart to Him every morning. Lord, take control of my heart. 
Some of us, our hearts are so hardened, like stones. God will soften those hearts. But the challenges, we give God a divided heart. God does not want a divided heart. He wants the full heart. God has a reason for giving us two hands. He has a reason for giving us two legs. But he gave us only one heart. If we are not careful, we'll give some part of the heart to Satan. God gave you one heart. So David prayed and said, God, give me an undivided heart that I will fear your name. And through intimacy, you don't give God a divided heart, even a full heart. Just like Daniel, in the land of Babylon, they changed his name, but that never changed his nature. They changed his culture, but never changed his character. You have moved from your house to campus. The heart. Baby, our mama no papa wano. If you are the only sacrosanct, ba. Onhuti, onhuti ni. Kapu wa ba buma ke fro onhuti ni ni adudi na saso. Uo fi onhuti ni ba. Apa o kasa o koto koto. Hey, I say yes to free through But when you come to campus, you change your nature. You change your character and begin to give God a half heart and a heart. No matter where you find yourself, God wants you to give him a full heart. That is what intimacy is all about. How to start how to start. God started war with humanity, but sin came in. Then we became estranged. We became alienated from God. Since then, I've been running away from God. But now that we want to have a good relationship with him, let us turn from running to coming back to God. That is how to start. Run back to God. At first, you were a Christian running away from God. Now become a Christian running back to God. That is how intimacy starts. I have told you this evening that you can't give God a partially surrounded life. You can't give God a half heart. God needs a total surrender. God needs a full heart. Give God your heart. 
That is what intimacy is all about. In surrendering, as a student on the university campus, check what you read. What stuff do you read? You are brought here to read mechanical engineering. You go to the KBA, uh, what, what, KSB, is that how it's called? KSB. Me, I'm in school, so I'm really feeding you. You go there, you go to the law school. You go to the humanities, you go there. You are brought here to read. Please read. But those stuff you read in addition to the books, please check. Maybe be an a Christian kind. I may kind of buy me the challenge, you know. We are now needing in a more challenge, you know. But you never been will be challenge, you Be careful what you read. Be careful what you seek. Fame. This world's vain and empty glory. Be careful. A dear would do off here, no. And then a basku and I'm a day show up. Me. I did my chaplaincy at Nipsey University of Ghana in 2016. Some guys who were in my local church, who were on campus those times, never came to church the whole year whilst I was doing my chaplaincy. The same guys will come home and appear on Hotini. God have mercy on us. Be careful about your acquaintances. You will be any a fan than four. You will be any an inipie. You as four pier on so Kobe. I a couple party. But couple jam, pull jam number four. You still need fire ye ye a hono and also a quay in a hobby. A banner and for Christ. Christ won't Tell us, be careful about your acquaintances. Then be careful about the stuff you harbor in your heart because you have surrounded your heart to God. May the Lord bless his words this very evening. I have exposed us to intimacy. Tomorrow, we'll talk about refinement. That is where the stuff really is. How the Holy Spirit works in us bring about refinement. God bless us all. Amen.